Hello and welcome to the third season of The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinic. And me, Rose Ferguson. The podcast where we test out the latest health and wellness fads and see if they actually work. We have so many clients coming into our practice asking us about the next best thing. So we decided that we would test these out for ourselves and tell you all about them. In this brand new series, we explore the magical world of mushrooms, ask what's all the fuss about collagen and see if weight training is more than just about the gains. As always, we would love to hear what's worked for you or not and what you'd love us to explore. You can message us on Instagram at underscore the wellness breakdown or email us on info at the And please do subscribe. This season is sponsored by Ancient and Brave. Ancient and Brave expertly blend impactful botanicals, modern nootropics and functional nutraceuticals to create a new generation of sustainably sourced supplements with targeted health benefits. Ancient and Brave originates from combining the ancient wisdom and rituals we've had for thousands of years with the deeper understanding wellness strategies we now have, bringing the two together to create innovative products. We're both fans of supplementing collagen, but not all collagen is created equal. With so many products on the market, it's important to choose one that's pure, clean, highly absorbable and clinically researched. Ancient and Brave tick all these boxes. It's easy to take every day, keeping up that consistency we know is so vital when taking supplements. As well as nourishing your skin, collagen has a whole host of holistic benefits from supporting healthy connective tissue to easing some of the changes we experience as we age. Collagen can't be found in plants, so Ancient and Brave have developed delicious tasting vegan blends with collagen-specific amino acids and intelligent botanicals. True wellness, however, is thinking about the bigger picture. Beyond our individual health, we need to be thinking about the health of our planet. For Ancient and Brave, a commitment to sustainability and ethical practice is integral to their brand. As such, they are one of B Corp's highest scoring wellness brands globally, as well as a member of the powerful global initiative 1% for the Planet. Founded to prevent greenwashing, certify reputable giving and provide accountability, 1% for the Planet also means donating 1% of all sales to environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you're supporting the planet too. Well, that was a rather extended summer break. Uh, What have you been up to, Rose? Been on holidays? Yeah, I had a really nice summer. Um, I went to Dea in Mallorca. It was really nice. We had a great time. And it was nice because it was hot here too. Did you have a lovely summer? Yeah, I actually did a bit of a staycation, to be honest with you. And yeah, it was so nice, wasn't it, to have like all of that beautiful weather. But we're here, ready and raring to go with all these challenges that we're going to set each other. How are you feeling? I'm really excited. I'm raring to go, as you said. I'm really looking forward to this series and trying out some new things. Good. Well, I'm glad you said that, Rose, because the first one of the series is, well, even for the likes of me, and let's be honest, like I, I did get the rough end of the deal these past two seasons, but I would say this is even, even for me, this is a bit of a killer. <laughs> okay. All right. Am I going to hit you with it? Yeah, tell me, tell me. Okay. So the challenge that I've got set for you, Rose, is the carnival diet. Yeah. Have you heard about that? I have. Oh, yeah, I have. I have. I have. Well, for those of you who haven't heard of the carnivore diet, um, basically it focuses on only meat, essentially foods that either walk, swim or fly. I could see Rose grimacing as I'm saying this. Uh, The claims include 
improve body composition. Uh, apparently it even has anti-inflammatory actions, although none of those has really been substantiated. And since we're all about championing plants in the diet here at the Wellness Breakdown, I wanted to use this challenge as kind of the polar opposite to see how it might affect processes like digestion, mood and energy levels. Well, I can tell you my mood is not good already. So there I we know. go. <laughs> oh my God. You can do it, Rose, right? I know you love vegetables and pulses and legumes. And so this is actually quite extreme for Rose because obviously yes. you've got a lot of plant-based people in your house, haven't you? Yes. So it is kind of the antithesis of what you're used to. Yes, it is. So I reckon you'll be very quick to feel the effects of this one. And it's kind of why you're the ideal candidate slash victim for the challenge oh, oh it's so far from what I eat it's so far from what I would normally eat I know oh. I, I, I feel I do feel cruel but then at the same time it's going to be fascinating to hear how you get on so do you want the rules yeah right okay I don't, well you'll be I do well <laughs> well you'll be pleased to know it's only a week so it's not that long okay that's um, not too long. Yeah, and you can only consume animal products, which includes red meat, emphasis on fattier cuts, organ meats, poultry, fish, eggs, lard, butter, bone broth. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm reading it out, I'm like, yeah, this is not nice. Uh, Some people do include a little bit of milk, yogurt and cheese. So for this, I'm going to include those two. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's that's at least look something in there. (laughs) Uh, foods not allowed are all veg fruit nuts and seeds grains legumes pulses I mean I don't even know I don't even need to ask you actually how you feel about this one I just I mean do you know I I don't know I mean I do know how I feel about it it just makes me physically feel a bit queasy I have clients who are pretty strict they call it keto but I mean, it's almost carnivore, I suppose. Yeah. Very, very heavy meat based. Okay. And they swear by, you know, and I, do you know, on the upside, Eve, (laughs) trying to find upside, I am actually intrigued by this kind of extremity of eating. In my head now, I feel like Fred Flintstone. I've just got like (laughs) piles of ribs in front of me. (laughs) I mean, it's very, 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 very different to how I would normally Well, exactly. So what would you say are your immediate concerns well, it's literally making me feel slightly sick to think about eating just flesh for, yeah. oh, for a week. Um, I feel very glad that eggs are in there and I am very grateful for the cheese and yogurt. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not anti-meat at all. Like, I don't mind it. I love a steak every now and then. Mm. I don't mind a bit of chicken. I, But I love my, I love my veg. And that's kind of, when yeah. you take that off the plate in my head, now I'm just thinking of just a plate with meat on it or fish and also it doesn't that's not how I cook no. you know I do a lot of one pot cooking with lots of vegetables and also I'm going I'm no fiber my digestion is going to grind to a halt yeah what about things like energy levels or sleep or anything like that or you're not is it more about the queasiness and digestion side when I have no carbohydrate and I know from when I do it with clients you know who put yeah. them on a very low carb plan they struggle with sleep and I definitely struggle with sleep I need some carbohydrate to sort of ground me a bit okay um but I haven't actually thought about that yet because I'm still thinking about the plate of ribs (laughs) the huge huge plate of ribs and everything else there's this guy isn't there that really famous I think he was in London recently called the liver king on Instagram oh my god I've seen him 
He basically advocates people eating like raw testicles. Yeah, like eating everything. massive. Yeah, yeah, like bull testicles. Brain. I'm like, mm, that'd be nice for breakfast. So that's what I've got in my head at the moment. Oh dear God! But yeah, that's where I'm at. I've gone straight to that. On the other hand, I am always curious, and I do quite like a plan of you know. I quite like trying out something quite extreme. Yeah. So I'm curious about that. I would never do it ever, ever, ever in a million years. But seeing as you've challenged me to it, I will be doing it. So I am... Mm. Weirdly fascinated. Weirdly fascinated, exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. And what foods do you think out of that list you're going to gravitate towards more? Well, like I say, my instant reaction is red meat. And I just think that's because it's such a, a cliche. Mm. But if I'm looking at it, thinking about fish would be obviously good. Some fish and some eggs. And some chicken. You know, you sort of think, oh. Yeah. The other thing I suppose it's triggering is the Atkins diet. You know, where it's like cheese, bacon, yeah, yeah eggs. Yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of thing, which is obviously not so fantastic. Mm-hmm. My poor little body. Well, anyway, it's only seven, seven days. You can do anything for seven days, right? Well, true. Well, look, good luck with it. Thank I'm you. really looking forward to hearing how you get on. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll meet back and discuss your, your week challenge. Okay. See you in a bit. <laughs> Right, meat feast. Oh my God, it's making my stomach turn already. I'm not a big meat eater. Oh my God, no vegetables, fruit, nuts, seeds, all grains, all legumes and pasta's are off the menu. Yikes. <clears throat> okay, the only thing that looks great on this are eggs. I quite like butter and bone broth. All right, well, I'm going to start tomorrow. Okay, well, first day is failed. Miserable fail. I've just realised that you're not allowed to drink on the carnivore diet because it is a grain. And so, um, and I am going to my friend's brewery thing this afternoon and I will definitely have a beer, I should think. So I am going to start tomorrow, another day of not doing my plan very well. (laughs) So today I am starting my carnivore diet i've actually managed to find a decent sort of plan that i quite like um and it's got more sort of fish and it's less like bacon cheese and red meat so i mean of course it still has that but i'm going to start today i've decided i'm going to intermittent fast um so i'm going to only have two meals a day because i just don't think i can cope with three i'm having an omelette with cheese and a little bit of onion um, because I think that's allowed. But at the same time, I'm making a really delicious vegetable soup for everybody else. I'm actually not dreading this omelette too much, I have to say, but I'm just laughing because the fridge is full of vegetables and I am looking at just the... It just feels very beige to me, everything. So I made some chicken breast, which is what I have often, and then I, I just thought, it's just the texture of it. Like So I just have got a bowl full of cucumber uh, and chicken and some mayonnaise because I figure that's allowed on the carnival but without the cucumber I just think the texture and it's making my it's giving me a panic attack <laughs> morning I am this is day four I feel a bit rubbish today I didn't sleep well I'm, I'm a little bit fed up to be honest but then I um I thought there's many reasons why I might not be sleeping well but I tend to when I'm not eating very many carbohydrate get a bit wired but I am I did sort of start thinking oh my god Rose you've been thinking about it like it's just a meat feast and actually last night I had salmon I think the day before I had salmon 
And then for lunch, I thought, oh, do you know what? I could do um, prawns, garlic, garlic prawns, you know, in lots of olive oil, which is much nicer than a plate of bacon. I don't mind bacon every now and then, but it's so salty. So, yeah, so I just thought, actually, I think you're going about this a bit too extreme for me. You know, I'm trying to copy the liver king. <laughs> um, I am on my last day of the meat challenge tomorrow. I've been in London all weekend and um, it's been kind of interesting because I've had to eat out and I don't know, like I went for a roast today and it's like, I just have the roast, please. And you just get a plate of meat. And then I went for Japanese tonight and actually it's fine, you can have sashimi and stuff, but you definitely feel more restricted when you're going out for dinner. And plus I felt a little bit, um, you know, conspicuous trying, you know, when you're with other people and um, everybody, of course, is going, what the hell? Where are the vegetables? Yeah. Anyway, I could go on about lack of vegetables till the cows come home. But um, I won't. I do actually feel really fine. I have to say, I do feel really, really fine. Oh, a couple of afterthoughts on that carnivore. I have eaten much more fish than I normally would, so that's positive. On the downside, I would say it's really expensive because you're buying fish steak chicken you know and because I'm not gonna I can only buy it if it's really good quality so it's been quite an expensive week oh my god Rose I love that quote lack of vegetables until the cows go home I mean could that be any more <laughs> ironic <laughs> no but like actually it was interesting because you didn't feel I mean okay there was the like what moment with the chicken and out the no cucumber you can correct me if I'm wrong but it didn't sound as if it was as bad as you thought do you know what you're right it took a while to get started as you can hear yeah and also I did you know when I when we spoke last time I was talking about red meat and the Fred Flintstone vibe yeah yeah I feel like I found a better way of doing it not a better way I it's just that was in my head yeah and then I was reading lots of different people's way of doing it um, and there are some dreadful things like the carnival casserole. Oh my God, what's that? Well, it's just this woman's carnival casserole recipe and it's literally just bone marrow. I mean, it's probably really good for you. It's full of collagen, but it's bone marrow and then, you know, different cuts of meat and bone broth. Right. But actually, so what I did do was make a casserole for everybody. Yeah. Well, for, well, for everybody, for two of the meat eaters. Um, and then I did the same, which is what I always do. I do, you know, if I'm doing a meat one, I do a meat one. And then I did a tempeh one for the vegans and vegetarians. And then I just ate the the meat and the the juice, you know, whilst everyone else was having rice. I just, that I mean, it did look a bit like strange. Your face there, are you doing that? I was like, oh, I ate the meat and the juice. Well, it just, it was a bit pathetic. And I have to say with my, my family and anybody, they were like, what are you doing? And I, then I went out for dinner a few times and everybody, you know, not that, not that anyone cares whether I'm eating vegetables or not, but everyone's like, what, you're just going to have that bit of meat. But so when I got into it though and started thinking about, started being a bit more creative than just, the, the, you know just red meat and um it was it wasn't as bad mm -hmm. as I was expecting but I really miss vegetables I miss that crunch I miss that bite mm. I miss the flavor okay you know and actually I started off very like I had some bacon and I had some and sausages and then you think oh, I, I actually bought gluten-free sausages in the end and then you think but they've still got fillers in them yeah just yeah. even if you buy really good ones so I started off very like that. And I think if you carry on, I mean, it's just like gout on a plate, isn't it? You just feel like <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah. Well, no, but so what, run us through what would be like an average like day. I mean, you did mention it a bit in the, in the diary, but like, did you get into like a routine with it? 
I got into a bit of a routine. Yeah, I did. I tell you what I did eat quite a lot of. I ate quite, I did end up having a bit of mustard because I was just like, I needed some other flavour. Because yeah. I wasn't sure about the spice situation, what you're allowed and what you're not. So I did have some mustard with things and some mayonnaise. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you are allowed a bit of garlic apparently and you are allowed a little bit of onion. So I did have those sometimes. But tell you what, I had the most delicious fillet steak from Dalesford. It was fantastic. Actually, my daughter cooked it for me and it was really nice. You know, she made a lot of fuss about it and put lots of garlic and it was really nice. Oh, sweet. But I think to do that long term would be very, very I'd find, I'd find it depressing, I think, in the end. Yeah. I mean, your plate just looks a bit bland and... Oh, well, yeah. And also, like you mentioned in the notes, I mean, it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. I mean, even if you're buying cheaper cuts of meat, like, it's still a lot more money than, obviously, if you're buying vegetables and grains and yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite good because there was quite a few bits in the freezer, so I went through those. But I was really like, it's funny because we don't, I don't ever, ever cook meat every day, ever, let alone twice a day. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go and get more. I've got to go back to the butchers. I've got to go and get fish. It was just really funny and it's so expensive. So Yeah. I mean, I guess there is a more sustainable way of doing it. Like if you were to buy a whole chicken and then eat every single bit of it, which... yeah. Maybe if you're a hardcore carnivore dieter, then you might be doing things like that or buying like cheaper cuts of meat, you know, like, and some of that is some of the organ meats because people just don't really want to eat that. But um, yeah. Okay, let's look at the positives now. Did you feel any benefits from doing the diet at all? Do you know what I know everyone's going to ask and want to know about is weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but let's talk about that. Come on, because people will be interested. Yeah, so I did lose a bit of weight. I probably lost... I don't know, but I definitely felt leaner. And I tell you what is interesting about it is it triggers an odd relationship with food. Really? So it's obviously not a positive, but it's interesting because if I'm honest, you start, you can imagine people get obsessed. Well, they do yeah. with this type of eating because it's an extreme way of eating. So mm, that's interesting. Because you can't, you do feel like you're getting leaner. And also you get, I felt quite energetic. From all the protein, right? Yeah, I did. I felt, I felt quite energetic. On the downside, my sleep did go to pot. Did it? Okay. Yeah, it did. But And that I think most people find that if they're on any carbohydrate-free. Yeah. Oh, I was really grumpy. Really? Sorry, that should be first and foremost. My family hated me last week. They were like, you are so grumpy. I was like, yes, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really was. Because you're, you're restricted. I think even if it's not necessarily... I wasn't hungry, as I said in my voice notes. It was interesting because I was not hungry. But I felt restricted and it irritated me and it made me angry. So do you think it was that or, well, I guess there's a slight element of the two, because carbohydrates do keep us kind of sane. I mean, there's like, you know, they help to balance out things like cortisol and, you know, help to support hormones anyway. So I guess there's an element of that. But for you, it's also this element of saying you can't have this, which then triggers that kind of frustration, doesn't it? So it's kind of a double whammy effect yeah the negatives were my digestion ground to a halt yeah and we did talk about that and for me you know having no fiber interestingly of course I had no bloating because my bacteria were like nothing to eat did they yeah Yeah, so it's like they need the fiber from the carbs so although actually it's interesting isn't it had you done it for a bit longer because this is where the microbiome is so interesting is that you just probably start to cultivate different bugs in your gut not necessarily good ones actually because the research shows that people that are higher meat consumers actually have more of the less friendly bugs. But I wonder, like, 
you know, and I've, I've always thought about this, like when you change your diet, obviously you're changing the microbes that you're feeding. So I wonder like given time, whether or not you might cultivate these different microbes and your digestion might start working differently, but in a week, it's probably a quick, like, so that's why we only did it for a week. Cause I was like, actually it, it could be like genuinely detrimental longer term for that reason. Yeah. Okay. So your gut was like, crying well and, and I was worried about that as well yeah. I was like I do not want to upset my microbiome's all right I do not want no. to upset it for well, the I'd say it's pretty bloody child. good actually so yeah you know <laughs> the only positive thing to kind of say is that it encourages more intake of protein because I'm sure like like me you see a lot of clients that actually do it's quite easy for us to fall short on protein so I guess there's that aspect of it and fats actually yeah and fats and as I said in my notes you do feel like I did feel full I mean it sat for a while but it does you can tell when you're having something that's so nutrient dense or protein dense and fat dense it did make me feel full for much longer Mm. and I didn't feel hungry okay so that was interesting that is interesting so okay so you've got a newfound love for a nice fillet steak and fish I want to know what your first meal was after completing it did you just go for some like massive vegetable stew like what was the like <laughs> do you know what we did though so I did I had vegetables just a big I plate of vegetables I had so many vegetables <laughs> I went out for dinner last night and I had I had butternut squash everybody else was having duck or something like that and I had butternut squash with sunflower seeds roasted butternut squash and it was just so delicious and they were they were giggling going oh here we go she's gone carnival to vegan in three days (laughs) (laughs) well sometimes that's the thing isn't it look we're we're not really about like extremes and things like that but sometimes it's it gives you a a greater appreciation doesn't it on the other level like when you do something like this so well done you know it was really hard to be honest with you so I do appreciate you doing it Right. So look, we've had so many nice emails, haven't we, over the summer and just kind of want to say thanks to you guys for writing into the podcast because we really, it's really appreciated. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. <laughs> sorry. I just went off into a little days and I was thinking about ribeye steaks. You were thinking about burgers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We love getting your emails. And also your comments on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can comment on the Wellness Breakdown page or you can comment on mine, which is at Rosemary Ferguson underscore or at Eve's, which is at Eve Clinic. Yeah. Um, and leave them there. So please keep them coming. So one of our, he's Anon, but he just said that he's about to start a series of cryotherapy sessions, which he hopes will help an old knee injury. And I'm just remembering you. Do you remember in your big furry boots with the old lady <laughs> who went into the cryo chamber, Evie? I mean, talk about surreal. Oh my God, she was so great. I wonder if she, I mean, she said she'd been going every day for the last year. So I'm sure she's still there every day. So yeah, have a listen. If you missed any episodes, go back and listen to them. They're all available. Yeah. Ruth has emailed saying that she's just finished listening to all of season two and looking forward to us coming back. She asked if we would do an episode on Sober October as she will be doing it this year. Yes, and that's why we really love your messages because they give us new ideas for new challenges and well Rose actually picked up on that one didn't you and so I'm in the middle of doing uh sober October well yes sort of which you'll hear the result (laughs) of in a few weeks but I mean let's be honest um I totally failed on day one of this challenge so yeah we'll watch this space for that one that's so funny I failed miserably on day one and two of the carnival challenge so it's a bit of a (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll get there. Eve. I know. Um, I can't wait to hear those diaries because that was definitely not one for me because I'm not a daily drinker, as we all know. So it's no skin off my nose not to drink. <laughs> but no, but I'm not. But I'm not either, and I just found myself becoming one. Because I couldn't drink. But anyway, I don't want to spoil it. Because um, like, like I said, no. I'm only almost just a week in. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, okay, the next challenge is actually one that we are both doing. But I won't give anything away. But um, I think it's something that everybody should listen to because it's something that it affects us all. And I'm looking forward to it a lot. So, yeah, that's it. We're done. It's so nice being back. Uh, again, massive well done, Rose, on completing that challenge. Mind you, it's making me think about having steak for dinner now. <laughs> I'm not having steak tonight. I'm having a green tofu curry. Oh, Thai curry. nice. So, see, you can, you have the to pendulum s- is swinging. No, <laughs> send me the recipe for that one as well. It sounds amazing. It's a really good one, actually. And you make your own green paste and it's really easy to do. So I can do that. And we can put that on here, actually, below for all of you non-carnivore eaters. Sorry, my fucking phone interrupted that then. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Please leave that clip in my fucking phone. <laughs> on like don't disturb so i don't know why that's working anyway sorry where where is the recipe anyway sorry because i'm actually interested in that i'll send it to you obviously but we'll post it below which will be hilarious on the carnival (laughs) yeah but maybe we can put that one and actually i've got a nice rosemary beef actually it's called rosemary beef stew nice a rosemary stew for rose (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining us here on the wellness breakdown keep your suggestions coming in remember you can message us on instagram on both our channels or on the wellness breakdown channel or email us at info at the and if you haven't subscribed please do so it doesn't cost you anything to do it and we would really appreciate it thanks again for listening everyone have a great week bye